Today I'm gonna show you four stocks I'm keeping my eyes out to purchase this week. The first two I'm gonna take a quick look at are in the semiconductor industry. And I know what probably some of you guys are saying, Jose, I already know you're gonna talk about AMD and I already know you're gonna talk about Nvidia. Well, let me just say, no, I'm not talking about those two companies. The two semiconductor industries that I'm hitting actually pay a dividend, right? The third company we're gonna take a quick look at is a software company in the automobile industry. Unfortunately, this one has really, really hurt my portfolio right now, but I don't know. I believe the overall long-term growth in the automotive market right now, especially with smart vehicles, is still super strong. The final company we're going to take a quick look at is one in the cybersecurity market. Unfortunately, this one has recently kind of gotten hit by a hack and a lot of negativity has been pushing the stock price down which I believe might be giving me some attractive values. If this is your first time here, make sure to hit the thumbs up, make sure to hit the subscribe button, check out the pinned comment for free Discord, free newsletter, and a lot of great investing links. Taiwan Semiconductor is gonna be the first company we're gonna take a quick look at. First thing we can see, dividend yield of about 1.8%. And the other thing I wanna show you is this pretty much has been dead money for the past year since December of 2020, right? We are now in 2022, the stock has barely moved anything. And for those not familiar, with TSM, they are a company that produces chips, right? You have the big semiconductors that come to TSM and say, hey, I need you to make me these many chips. And right now they're working at pretty much full capacity. And I don't believe this is gonna stop anytime soon. If we take a quick look at some of their latest numbers, they did share their kind of February 2022 numbers. And the first thing we can see is year over year, they're still seeing an increase of 37.9%. So like I mentioned, this is a stock that has taken quite a beating. And if we take a quick look at fundamentals, looking at forward EV to EBITDA ratios, it's not looking completely overvalued in my eyes. And if we take a closer look at fundamentals, this is a company that has plenty of cash. They have plenty of cash flow from operations compared to long-term debt. So again, overall, the market that they're in producing chips is one that I believe will continue to grow as the overall demand for artificial intelligence, machine learning, automation, robotics, autonomous driving, uh, and the list goes on and on. So this is one that I am enjoying right now. I mean, when we see articles like this where TSMC sees demand spike for auto chips thanks to Tesla, Nvidia, Qualcomm, and Intel. Uh, so we can see that demand is still there. The second the second company we're going to take a quick look at is one in the semiconductor industry as well, one that pays dividend. This is not a manufacturer, this is a designer, and this is going to be Qualcomm. I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video and keep listening for this great offer we have for the community. The Motley Fool is a company that provides investing insight and stock recommendations for investors of all skill sets and risk levels. You all know how much I love researching new stocks and trying to find the next best investments. So I'm proud to partner with The Motley Fool to bring you a discount for one of my favorite services The Fool offers. The Motley Fool Stock Advisor. Go to fool.com slash Jose to sign up and get access to a ton of expert stock picks. Every month you'll get two new picks that are aimed at growing your wealth and to help you realize your financial goals. Stock Advisor has been a market beating service. So what are you waiting for? 
Thanks again for the Motley Fool. Now on to today's points. Qualcomm very similar compared to early 2021, the stock price has barely moved. This one also has a dividend yield of about 1.72%. And what really excites me about Qualcomm right now is right now they do make most of their money revenue from handsets. And this is where the growth is coming. Their CEO has mentioned that they have created great chips for mobile devices. And with mobile devices, what do you need? You need something that is great with temperature. It's something that's great with power, overall power efficient, because you only have limited amount of batteries within a phone. Now, the same kind of concept that they've used on their phones, they're kind of bringing to other products. One of the products that they're kind of entering into is the automotive market, which is a very, very small portion of this company's revenue. Internet of Things is another one, but if they kind of can bring those same kind of concept and innovations that they've done on the phones into the automotive market into the internet of things of market i do believe this is some strong potential growth here we can take a quick look at their most recent quarters revenue were up 30 percent and earnings per share were up 49 percent. so it is a profitable company it is a company that pays dividend and if we take a quick look again looking at ev to EBITDA ratios it is not looking overvalued right now that doesn't mean stock prices can't go down right the market ways works in crazy ways so stock prices can continue to go down I do believe the risk of valuation is a lot less right now. If we take a closer look at fundamentals, this is a company that has does have a nice amount of debt, but they are positive in cash flow from operations, and they do have a nice amount of cash and short-term investments. This third company we're going to take a quick look at, like I mentioned, is one that has really hurt my portfolio in the short-term of things, but I do believe the automotive market, maybe not this year, but in the long-term of things, is still going to grow, especially with the smart vehicles and the software needs it within there so we're going to take a quick look at Sorens. this is one that we can see from its it's down over 60 percent right now with a market cap of 1.4 billion dollars for those that are not familiar with Sorens, they kind of create software that goes in the infotainment of pretty much almost all vehicles uh, at least one out of every two new vehicles shipped right now comes with Sorens technology so that is a huge market here we can see march 23rd they announced that one of the luxury automobile industries in china selects Sorens to kind of work on their infotainment another one we can we can see volkswagen and Seren expand their strategic partnership uh, so volkswagen group is working with Sorens, and a lot of the other tier one companies continue to kind of increase their partnerships with them if we take a quick look again ev2 ebitda it doesn't show me that this company is overvalued right now it's not saying it's undervalued but at least it's not overvalued so i again that risk valuation has pulled down if we take a closer look at fundamentals they do have some form of debt but they are positive in cash flow from operations and they do have some nice amount of cash and short-term investments the other thing is i like to look at who are using some of the kind of innovative technologies in the market right now and Sorens uses some of nvidia software and i believe just by using some of nvidia software you're already becoming some of you're becoming a leader within the market here we can see strong partnerships and ecosystem this is from nvidia's investor day if we take a look at software who is number one Sorens. so again that kind of shows me that Sorens is at least a leader or, or or one at least one of the market leaders in this products again i do believe the automotive industry is expected to grow here we can see nvidia believes that nvidia drive which is just the autonomous vehicle is about a 300 billion dollar market opportunity so for Sorens is also a multi-billion dollar opportunity and we can see this is a company right now with a market cap of 1.4 billion dollars if we take a quick look obviously the automobile industry continues to get hit and this is one thing with Sorens right now Sorens depends a lot 
on vehicles being shipped because they kind of license their products. So if vehicles are not being made, they're licensed, they're not getting any form of kind of licensing fees. And I don't think that's going to change anytime soon, especially if we look at articles like this, where UK car production falls 41% on chip shortage. Um, vehicle uh, factories still continue to kind of be down due to overall chip shortage. And this is happening globally, right? It's not just the United States thing. It's not a Europe thing. It's a global chip shortage in the automotive industry. So I do believe in the short term, I wouldn't expect much movement from Sorens. But I wouldn't mind building up, increasing my position and kind of just waiting in the long term of things where I do believe this will play out pretty good. All right. The final company we're going to take a quick look at is Okta. This is one that's dealing with the identity authentication and kind of devices, uh, kind of in the cybersecurity play. Right now, we can see this is another stock that since I want to say 20, May of 2020, these are prices right now are actually cheaper than mid of 2020. And that, again, is showing me that, hey, there might be some great valuation play at the moment one of the biggest reasons is okta has been uh hit with a hack and we can see okta confirms january breach after hackers published screenshots of its internal networks so you might be like jose you're kind of talking about a cybersecurity company and this cybersecurity company just got hit with a hack definitely one i wouldn't i would step away from and obviously that makes perfect sense if you're thinking that that makes a hundred percent perfect sense but the real question is uh, we've seen a lot of these hacks from from Lexus, I believe it's their your hacking name um they have hacked nvidia and some of these other players and not much has been stolen from some of these other players so for me for okta it might be the same thing so right now we're still in the dark here um there's still too much uncertainty so for me okta is on the bottom of this list i still haven't decided if i'm gonna go with it um but depending on the next few days what we hear from okta and how much has been stolen and how much we should worry about would determine if i want to buy in or not um, but i do believe the negativity right now is kind of providing a great valuation if things are not as bad as they seem if we take a quick look right now price to sales ratio for okta forward price to sales ratio sitting around 12 right normally i like to see software companies near the 10 or lower valuation so again not showing overvalued showing that hey valuation risk has kind of decreased a little bit if we take a quick look at trailing 12 months cash they have plenty of cash they have they are positive in cash flow from operations but they do have a nice amount of debt but that is because they are making acquisitions if we take a quick look at their most recent quarter they grew 39 percent if we take a quick look at them with organic growth not counting uh any acquisitions and for the upcoming year they believe they will grow around 37 to 38 percent so i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode take care have a good day and see you next time